on the track like that wolf pussy on the mic take a bite new shows weekly every saturday talking that real shit in the real way feature stars to the celebrity interviews have a look and listen vibing to this groove this your host mags looking at damn fool here in the wolf den we ain't got no room Yo, what up, what it is, how you feeling, how you living, how you being, welcome to another episode of Wolf Pussy Monologues, I'm your host Max, so glad to be back on the mic one more time with all my Wolfpack friends, hope you had a great week and I hope you're feeling alright, jing jingling, ting tingling, look at me sing, yo, we in this motherfucker on some holiday shit man, hope you've been naughty. It may be a little nice. We have 12 holiday horrors for your asses. Yeah, yeah. You know, we can't do things the traditional way in the wolf den. That just wouldn't be us. Okay? So, light a candle. Light a joint, you know. Whatever. Because uh, we probably get into some shit. Yeah. Let's get into it, shall we? We're going to start off with a few holiday... um horrible 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 stories yeah and then we're going to end with some true life shit that actually fucking happened around christmas Mm-hmm. that's just the way we do it buckle up buttercups enjoy the ride all right first up we have a story originating from germany Mm-hmm. bell's nickel yeah He's a German monster who visits children to whip them into shape as a foil to Jolly St. Nick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Bell's Nickel's name comes from Bell's, an older German word for fur, and Nickel as kind of a fuck you to the good old St. Nick himself. Mm-hmm. The dude wears a mask and dressed in all furs and is said to visit alone by himself, right? And quiz children before deciding whether to either reward them with a gift or beat their ass with a wooden stick. This is what Bell Snickel do. Just beat the shit out of kids. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's number one. Yeah. Here's number two. Our good old friend Krampus. Also coming from Germany and Austria. His name derives from the German word Krampen, meaning claw. He's half goat, half man monster, hailing from the eastern alpine region of Europe. You know what I'm saying? He's rumored to punish children who have been naughty on the evening of December 5th, also known as Krampusnacht, by whipping them, eating them, or dragging them to hell. Just flat out dragging them to hell. His counterpart, Santa Claus, will then give children who have been good on the following day known as the Feast of St. Nicholas. Yeah, dig me? Celebrations involving the two began in pre-Christian times as far back as the 6th century. That's a long goddamn ways to go back. Indeed. Next up, Origin Iceland. The Yule Lads. Ever heard of them? 
There are 13 badass boys with a distinct name and description who caused mayhem in the 13 days leading up to Christmas. They live in a mountain cave with their parents and a cat. Their dad is lazy, stays in the cave, and their mom is a giant who seeks out badass kids to put in her fucking stew. Yeah. So the cat's name is the Yule Cat, right? He's a big black cat who lurks in the countryside to eat anyone who isn't wearing new clothes. This is this is the shit right here. What the fuck, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Look, I'm just here to give you what you need, your wolf pussy therapy. You know what I'm saying? You some badass kids. So the kids, they go out and they just do self-destructive shit to other motherfucking kids and bring them back for their mama to eat. Crazy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next up, Frau Percha, also known as the goddess from Alpine Paganism in the early middle ages she's obsessed with the feast of epiphany which takes place on the 12th night after christmas on january 6th yeah do some crazy shit her name means bright one because depending on your behavior she could either appear as a bright youthful woman or as a scary ugly ass old witch with long fucked up nose a big ass foot fucked up clothes and a knife under her shirt just all bad man just all bad you know what i'm saying she's known to torment people who didn't properly celebrate the 12 days of christmas you know what i'm saying if you spun a yarn on a holiday or didn't eat properly she come into your house while you sleep cut your belly open rip open your guts and replace them with straw and pebbles this is how this bitch gets down I think motherfuckers better do what they supposed to do because that is crazy as hell. Christmas time? This what this bitch doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, holiday whores, baby. Please believe it. Now, next, from Norway, right? We got a niece, also known as a as a, as a gnome. You know what I'm saying? A tiny bearded motherfucker with the red hat. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you know what I'm talking about. So... The thing is, they like to hang around farms and help out with chores. In return, they just want a bowl of porridge with some butter on top. You know what I'm saying? Sounds good to motherfucker to me. But if you don't give them that shit, man, guess what? They wreak havoc. You know what I'm saying? So, one time, this motherfucker gnome didn't get no butter on top of his porridge. But the girl that made his porridge, she put the butter at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? So when the gnome saw the porridge at first sight, he got pissed off. Didn't see that butter on top. He got pissed the fuck off, killed the farm's best cow, then came back to eat the fucking porridge. Like, fuck it, I'm hungry. But then when he saw the butter at the bottom, he like, damn, I feel fucked up. So he went to the neighbor's house and stole their best cow and gave it to the family. Yeah, this, this is how the gnomes get down. Damn, little niggas ain't shit. But they helpful, I guess. Indeed, helpful, helpful next now we coming around to france and we have hans trop also known as the christmas scarecrow this comes from a real story of a knight named hans von trotha he lived in the 1400s and got in arguments with the catholic church 
over property, which eventually led to him being excommunicated after he destroyed a dam that flooded the village. Yeah, I would kick your ass out too. You fucked up the whole village, bro. You know? So the legend says that he was a greedy man who was exiled for working with the devil to get more wealthy. So in exile, he disguised himself as a scarecrow and snatched up children to eat them. That's it. He got struck by a lightning bolt and died, but is said to come back as a scarecrow at Christmas time, preying on naughty children for food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's some scary shit to be making up for Christmas time, ain't it? But I don't think the shit made up around this motherfucker. A lot of this shit coming from true shit. Interesting, right? Mm-hmm. So here we go. We got a group of black blind goblins, right? They live underground during most of the year, sawing at trees and shit, right? They come out during the 12 days of Christmas to wreak havoc and turn children born at that time into fellow blind black goblins. Yeah. So if you want to protect your child, you have to bind them in straw and garlic. Hear me now. And if you want to protect your house, you got to keep a fire burning and place a colander outside the door. They'll get distracted trying to count the holes and will get lost at three because it's a holy number. All right, you know what? I damn. Let me let me take a hit. That that was wild. Fucking black blind goblins. What the fuck? Okay, y'all. Okay, so we got seven folklore slash almost kind of true stories, right? Now, let's get into the true life shit that happened around Christmas time. Yeah, it goes down during the holidays, man. We gonna start with. The Ronald Gene Simmons murder spree. Yeah. Three days before Christmas in 87, this retired Air Force Sergeant, Ronald Gene Simmons, went on a week-long murder spree where he killed 16 motherfuckers. He started on December 22nd when he shot and killed his son and wife with a 22. Then strangled his three-year-old granddaughter. Sick bastard. Four more of his kids arrived home with... You know, ideas of thinking, oh, daddy giving us gifts. Nah, instead, he strangled and drowned each of them in a rain barrel. On the 26th, the rest of the Simmons family arrived for Christmas celebrations. Yeah, Simmons shot his son and daughter-in-law before drowning their 20-month-old son. God damn. Then, then killed his oldest daughter, with whom he fathered a child with. Yes killed her husband and their children you know what i'm saying he lined up the bodies of the loved ones neatly in the home then proceeded to drink and watch tv like nothing fucking happened right i can't make this up two days later he shot a motherfucker fucking lady who had rejected his advances then murdered more people he had disgruntled feelings for so he just had a list a kill bill list basically at the end of the ordeal he simply surrendered to the police, put to death in 1990. God damn. That was a crazy son bitch right there, man. Woo-wee. Let's move on to the Carnation murders. Yeah, on Christmas Eve in 2007, Michelle Anderson and her boyfriend, Joseph McEnroe, murdered her family. Took him out. 
They arrived at the Carnation Washington home of their parents in the afternoon, shot the mom, shot the dad as they prepared for Christmas, hid the bodies, and then waited for Anderson's brother, right? His wife and their two kids, and they was three and five years old. When they showed up, all four family members were shot and killed. This bitch was believed to have concocted the whole murder plan because she was abused by her parents and brother and that they owed her money. Yeah, she got sentenced to life in prison in 2015. Still awaiting trial. That's some, man, these some cuckoo bird motherfuckers. Like cuckoo, cuckoo bird. Like what? what's wrong? Really? Really? They owed you that much money and they abused you to that extent? Why you didn't just do it the legal way? You just had to kill them? Like for real? Crazy bitch. The Lawson family murder. On Christmas Day, okay, farmer named Charlie Lawson murdered his wife and six of his kids, waited for his daughters by his tobacco barn, shot them, then, then bludgeoned them for good measure. Then he proceeded to shoot and kill his wife as she sat on the front porch, alerting his young children who were inside. Yeah, while the three small kids attempted to hide from their father, he found and killed every one of them. Then, then, he bludgeoned his infant daughter before walking into the woods and committing suicide. Nobody knows why he just suddenly murdered his entire family. And, man, this motherfucking shit is in a museum right now. Because they just like, what the fuck happened that you just said, fuck it, everybody got to go, including me. Mm, mm, mm. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. Shit. Now, here's this one right here. This one right here, man. Y'all remember the case of John Bonet, that baby. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even remember that it happened around Christmas time. Or on Christmas, rather. But you remember the murder of that six-year-old, the cause of death, strangulation, and head trauma. You know what I'm saying? To this day, shit is unsolved. What the fuck? How? How is that not solved yet? How the fuck is that still an open damn case? That's wild as fuck. Last, number 12, on the 12 horror goddamn stories we got for the holidays, baby. Yeah, the Covina Massacre. Mm-hmm. On December 24th, 45-year-old Bruce Parado, or Pardo, excuse me, entered a Christmas party dressed as Santa Claus. Killed nine motherfuckers before he killed himself. So this motherfucker was fucked up over his recent divorce from his ex-wife. Showed up at their parents' house with a present in one hand and a handgun in the other. You know what I'm saying? Fired at his ex-wife's children and at the other party goers. You know what I'm saying? And on purpose, this nigga executed several motherfuckers. By the time he finished shooting, he unwrapped his gift, which was a homemade flamethrower. And set the home on fire. That's some crazy shit. So Bruce's ex and several members of her family died from gunshot wounds and or the fire. He fled to his brother's home where he shot himself in the head. You know what I'm saying? So the 2012 remake of Silent Night, Deadly Night. Silent Night refers to the massacre when detailing the crimes of the film's killer. Ain't that some shit? Shit so fucked up they had to make a movie about the motherfucking shit, man. I'm just fucked up right now. Merry Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Merry motherfucking Christmas. You know how we do in the wolf dance. Always some shit coming out this motherfucker. 
man, make you think of Christmas a whole nother way. Now, motherfuckers getting this massacred, straight massacred on Christmas. Yeah, I thought I was an angry motherfucker. That motherfucker, them motherfuckers was mad, mad, yo, mad, mad. Shit, I'm about to go smell me some pine cones and chestnuts around this motherfucker. Shit, y'all stay safe, stay out the way, stay out them streets. I hope you enjoyed this holiday episode of 12 Holiday Horrors. Again, I'm your host, Max. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Stay safe. You know what I'm saying? Don't do too much of that eggnog in here because it can do you in. All right? Please tune in next week for the last episode of the year. Yeah. We're going to talk about what we have learned in 2023. Stay tuned. Wolf Pussy. Out.